You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the What Now Podcast.
what's up everybody welcome back to the what now podcast my name is clifton petty john for the sake of this podcast you can call me cliff and guess what guys i'm recording this at midnight on january 1st therefore happy new year to everyone that celebrates you know this time of new year and my prayer for each and everybody including of myself is that this will be a year where we do not make resolutions but this, and I don't do resolutions anyway, but this is a year of action for us when we put feet to our faith. We're not just ones that sit back and wait for something to happen, that we tap into the creative expression that has been delegated and designed for us, and we begin to make some moves that create that which we desire, okay? So that's my prayer for you this year, is that you connect with the creative side of your purpose, and you begin to create in a manner that you've never thought, dreamed, in, or imagined, all right? I believe that for you. Do you believe it for yourself? Keep confessing it until you do believe it. So, man, guys, January 1st, January 1st is a time where we celebrate a new year. You know, a lot of people, this is a time where, you know, I didn't delete everybody I needed to delete. I deleted them out of my contacts. I blocked them on Facebook. I blocked them on Instagram. I blocked them on Snapchat. I blocked them on all social media. They can't get in contact with me at all. This is a new year, new me. And I don't have time for anybody that does not value me. And that's great. It is a new year. But for me, this is a bittersweet moment. I do like to celebrate the newness. Uh, Those who know me, you already know that I celebrate my New Year's during Rosh Hashanah. It gives me momentum entering into, you know, now 2020. Uh, But uh, some years back, we had to say goodbye to my mother on January 1st. And to be honest with you guys, I know people say it it gets better with time. I don't see that. Um, You know, if I can just be transparent for a moment. Now, some of you might not even want to listen to this because, and my voice may sound raspy because I've been recording since 10 o'clock. So this is not the first episode I've recorded. It's actually the second episode of the podcast, but it will be episode number three because I did the radio show before the podcast. You get what I'm saying? But January 1st is kind of bittersweet to me. I love the newness. I love everybody's excitement. And my prayer is always that everybody keeps that same excitement throughout the year. Uh, Statistics do show that that excitement begins to gradually slow down as early as tomorrow. Um, So my prayer is that you gain that momentum. But for my family, this is not a time that, um, not saying we don't celebrate because we do, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to celebrate and not acknowledge the fact that the one who served as our backbone, as our rock, as our 
many of our uh, connection with God before we made a personal connection with him. Uh, our prayer warrior, um, our cook, she was so many things to, to all of us. To me, she was my mother. She was my best friend. She was the one that understood me when nobody else understood me. Um, and trust me, I'm not the easiest person to understand at all. Do you hear me? When I tell you, <laughs> Clifton, Maurice, Petty Johnson is not the easiest person to understand at all or to get along with at all. You know, I'm thankful for the time I spent with her from childhood on up. I watched her sacrifice for years, yo, sacrifice for years so that others, including myself, could live a comfortable life. And she worked so hard. I always tell the testimony she was a single mother. She worked part-time and full-time jobs while going back to get her degree. She always sacrificed. I tell people all the time, I want to shout my brother out. Um, those who may not know my brother, Juan P. A lot of people know Juan P, though. Um, people used to tell me, Cliff, you have your mother's heart. You have your mother's heart. Now, my mom is the person that will take anybody in, and her love was unconditional. Do you hear what I'm saying? She taught me a lot of lessons about love and forgiveness, okay? But I got to be honest. <laughs> I have to be honest. Clifton does not have his mother's heart. I work to have that. I, I, I do. And I'm, I'm going to say I may have a portion of it. I may have 5% of it. You know what I'm saying? I may. But my brother has my mom's heart as it relates to loving everybody. And, you know, just he, he has her heart. I yet to have get, gotten to that place. <laughs> And some of you may say, Cliff, you're talking nonsense because I know you. Yeah, you may know me, but you may not know the magnitude or the extent that she went through. Uh, we didn't have much growing up. We didn't. Now, but a lot of people wanted to be to our house. And that's something I didn't understand until I got older because I began to understand that it wasn't the sense of what we had from a material standpoint. But it was the environment of love. It was the security that was there. Uh, I watched my mom endure a lot of things, a lot of things. But the one thing I can say about her is she never lost that nurturing side of her and that loving side of her, even when she got sick. Like her, you know, you watch her go through it, but yet at the same time, she still was encouraged and willing to figure out somebody else's problem or somebody else's circumstance or somebody else's situation, you know, minus focusing on exactly what she was going through. Um, and this podcast may just be for me just to talk this thing through because, like I said, this day is never easy. Uh, and, I, and I don't, I'm going to say this. Sometimes people don't need to hear they're in a better place. Sometimes people don't need to hear, oh, but they loved you. Sometimes people don't need to hear that. Sometimes people just need you to sit there and be silent. 
just to know that you're there. Uh, you don't have to try to come up with the right words to say. I've been in that situation before, too, where I felt like, oh, my God, I don't know what to say in that situation. So I've dodged those situations with people before. Not good to dodge it, but sometimes people don't want to hear what you have to say. Sometimes they just need to know that you're there, that you're tangible, that you're touchable in a physical sense. Or maybe I can't touch you physically, but if I need to call you and I just need to cry on the phone, if I need to call you or I just need to talk on the phone, if I need to call you and just sit in silence on the phone, sometimes people just need to know, can you be there for that? Don't try to come up with anything deep, prolific, super spiritual to say. Just be there. Um, I say that because I know what I experienced with that and, you know, being there for others as well. So today I do I do ask that solicit the prayers from my listeners for my family. Um, and we're not a family that talks about it a lot. <laughs> we're not. We're not a family that talks about it a lot. A lot. We just realize that it's there, uh, but we don't seem to talk about it a lot. But I wanted to make a change in my personal life, and I wanted to talk this thing out this year as opposed to sitting in my bedroom all day listening to um, Jamie Foxx saying, I wish you were here, because I usually have that on repeat. And I'm not saying it's not going to be on repeat because, you know, that's a song that probably um, resonates the most with me. And I also love, is it Taylor Ramsey? I don't know if it's Taylor. It might be Taylor Ramsey's I'm Okay, Don't Cry For Me, I'm Okay. I love that song as well, too. But, um, you know, I solicit your prayers today for my family. Um because sometimes when somebody has been that foundation, they've been that rock. And like I said, it's been about, oh, Lord, 15 years now. And some of them might say, 15 years, you ought to be over it by now. Anybody that said they're over it, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Um, but when somebody was such a valuable and integral part of your life, you just don't get over it. Now, I went through different stages. I went through uh, where I stopped living. I just stopped living. It was just existing. And I realized that, first of all, God didn't create me just to exist. That's number one. Number two, she wouldn't want me just to exist. She probably knocked me upside my head. She knew I wasn't down here living my best life. You know, so um, I went through those stages. I went through where I didn't want anybody around me. I went through great depressive states. I went through uh, where I separated myself from everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. I'm going to do an episode uh, soon about how I thought it was best for me to be outside of everybody's life and not be involved in everybody's life. But I went through various stages. I went through various changes. I went... Um, I'll say it this, this much. Nothing is the same since she's been gone, whether it's with me, with my family, with uh, those who became our family, because everybody knows my mom, 
My mom was a mother to a lot of people. She was a sis to a lot of people. She was a big sister to a lot of people. She was whatever whatever anybody needed, that's what she was uh, to a lot of people. And life has truly changed since then. Since then, I will say uh, the place of praise because my former pastor used to always tell us and everything from the place of praise. The place of praise that that I found in this is that I believe that it caused me to develop a more intimate and personal relationship with God. It also caused me to connect with my father. Um, now, that's a story for another time. Now, my mother didn't keep me from my father. Matter of fact, you know, just segueing into another story for another time, I used to get mad with my mother because I felt like he should have been angry with my dad and made me angry with him, but she never talked bad about him a day in her life. Uh, but as I said, that's a story for another time. Today, I just want you guys to think of us today, be praying for us, but most importantly in your life. It's a new year. Guys, enjoy it. Live your best life. Value the people that are in your life now because People are here today, gone today. Don't smother them, but value them, love them, honor them, support them, be there for them as much as you want them to be there for you. All right? Listen again. Thank you for listening to the show. I pray something was said that, you know, blesses your life. All of us knows. All right? I appreciate each and every one of you, and I will see you on the next episode. Peace. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there, purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. 
If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www.com. ClifftonPettyJohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.